I'm your host, Greg Viafania, and we've partnered up with our friends at MPP to deliver short business tips each month. Having expertise in the swimming pool industry and business world, we believe these messages will truly help your business. So without further ado, let's jump into this month's business tip. Welcome to your go-to podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen. And my name is Greg Diafania. And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for being on the podcast again. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So you want to introduce yourself to the listeners that might not know who you are or heard you on the previous podcast? Sure. Can't believe there's anyone out there that didn't listen to my first podcast, Greg. But of course, uh, I'm, I'm Justin Cooperberg. I'm Chief Development Officer for National Pool Partners. Um, been buying, valuing um, companies for greater part of 12 to 15 years here. Probably bought 160 or so companies in my my career and uh i've been doing it for the past year with national pool partners and as you may be aware we bought 17 individual companies so far in our first year of uh of operations very good thank you justin so today's topic is how to de-risk your business can you talk to us a little bit about that sure as a as a buyer of businesses you really want to mitigate your risk, right? It's it's the same as if you're investing in the stock market, right? It It's looking at the opportunity in front of you, whether it's a route or whether it's a company with 5, 10, 50 employees, really doesn't make a difference. If you're going to invest in it, buy it, you want to make sure that what you're buying is predictable, is solid, is safe, is going to generate a return for your money. So as a seller, you really have to look inside your business and say, put that hat on of the buyer and where would they poke holes in my business? Where would they see some risk where their future cash flow could be impacted? And for in order to do that, you really have to look at a couple different areas of your business and and clean them up for lack of a better word, right? Just get yourself prepared to know that the value of your business is really based on the the risk that you are selling here. So when someone buys your business, if it is low risk, it's predictable, they'll pay the top dollar for your business. But if it's wrought with bandages and it's got duct tape wrapped around your business, right, that's going to put some question marks in anyone that looks at your business. Right. And let's jump into earnings. What should, you know, people know about earnings in terms of, you know, being a business that looks, you know, good enough to sell? Yeah, you you want something that's predictable, right? Consistent. Consistency is probably the biggest factor here, right? Has your business consistently delivered you know, service revenue at a certain level, repair level at a certain level? Does it have a good mix between service and repair? Does it show year-on-year growth in customers, right? Those those type of factors are going to be important for someone valuing, again, whether it's a route or whether it's a large 
large business, it it doesn't make a difference, right? Showing that that year on year growth and that ability to continue to drive results is going to put your business in a favorable light. Right. And what are some things you suggest people do in order to keep that, you know, nice and tight? Um, definitely go get yourself a good accountant, right? Um, you, When someone's looking at your business, if you're handing them numbers that are written on, you know, toilet paper and crayon, right? Versus, you know, a nice spreadsheet showing year-on-year numbers, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a big difference in the value you're going to receive. A good accountant will definitely organize yourself so that you can be in a position to go present your business to a to a potential buyer, that would be my my primary advice. You know, the the rest focus on what you're good at, right? Customer service, um, continuing to attract and retain good paying customers, right? Treat your employees well. You know, things that seem like no brainers, right? But many businesses forget those fundamentals and you know find themselves in positions of declining sales revolving door of staff and just become what i would call distressed businesses right businesses that are problematic that are going to are going to not uh, get a good value and be difficult for someone to continue to right. grow and what about employees how do they play in all this well, you got to keep them. That's, good. That's number one. Got to take care of your employees would be my my number one advice. And taking care of them, man, that's got a, a lot of different color to it, right? You got to pay them a good wage, right? Pay them market wage. Give them a, 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 a raise, right? Many businesses I go look at think they're being coy, right? They they haven't given raises for a year and a half and they think, oh, you're you're gonna go buy it. So I'm gonna go stick this roster of employees to you and you'll deal with it after you buy it, right? But come on, we're smarter than that. We're gonna go ask the question, go reward your hardworking employees, give them the raise. Otherwise, it's gonna come to bite you on the valuation when someone says you haven't paid market wages and so we can't pay you as much for the business. So take care of them, compensate them, give them a good work environment, right? Try and continue to attract people to come to the business, right? Through recruiting efforts, right? Stuff that seems simple, but in today's world, present challenges right. for a lot of owners. That's great stuff. And uh, equally as important customers, what do you suggest for them? The one thing I could say most important is price to the market, right? It There's no joy in being the low-priced person, right? People think that, oh, if I'm, if I'm this, you know, um, bottom-feeding price that I'm going to go attract um, lots of customers. And you may, but you're not going to be able to service them. Go price your service to the market, price for the work that you're doing and the costs that you have. There's no joy in being the low price. There's no joy in being the absolute high price. Price price right. Okay, that, that absolutely is. 
and monitor your your customer feedback, right? Monitor your reviews. I can't tell you the number of businesses I look at with one Google star, right? And, you know, 15 reviews and one star. And I think, man, there's there's probably a, a, a little bit of fire there, right? You, you'll always have an irate customer. Someone thinks that you spend too little time cleaning your pool. You're always going to have that. But if that is 90% of your reviews, then there's probably a problem. So, you know, present your business in a good light, right? Monitor those reviews. Go work at customer satisfaction. Um, go retain the good paying customers. Raise your prices as your costs are going to increase. All those are going to help you know, increase the value and stability of your business. Very good. Thank you very much. And did you have anything else uh, on, you know, how to de-risk your business? The only other thing I would add is know the business side of your business, right? And what I mean by that is know how your vehicles are handled, right? Are they leased? Are they financed? How much debt is on them? What's the mileage, right? Um, take care of your vehicles, right? Because if if you're looking to buy a business and the vehicles all have 200,000 miles on them and the check engine light is on, it's going to be a very different conversation than a vehicle that's a 2017 with 40,000 miles on it, right? So go... It's okay to have high mileage vehicles, but go take care of them and go know the leases, the debt, the, what you're taking out of the business. Go spend some time to go understand the economics of your business because that, that will help you explain to a future purchaser you know, where, where the opportunities are and where that miss could, risk could be mitigated. Right, love everything you're saying. And we're going to keep this short and sweet. Appreciate you, Justin. Anytime. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more, you could hit the link in the show notes below or visit poolchasers.com. If you'd like to learn more about MPP, visit go-mpp.com. See you out there, pool chasers.